2: It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Thomas Jefferson, King George the Third, Joey Devine, Hercules Mulligan, Eliza Schuyler, Sean Keane, the Marquis de Lafayette! Aaron Burr! Patreons! Elliot Ronberg. Thank you, Elliot! Laurent Casol! Merci, Laurent! Della Thank you, Della Musical guest! Damien Lillard! And now, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine!
0: Hi! It's me, Joey Divine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back with a brand new episode. Uh, and I've got to say, real quick, Sean, before we get started, uh, do you want to apologize for signing the Harper's Letter?
1: You know what? I'm not going to apologize for signing the Harper's Letter. Um, people have been too quick to try to cancel uh round wrong, I got to say, <laughs> um, first of all, um, just because we talk about the wizarding world of Harry Potter does not mean that we share JK Rowling's beliefs. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we we're, believe we we that support... wizards are real and she does not. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And, uh, you know, yeah, wizards, wizards are real. It's, you don't, I mean, oh, oh, you're, oh, you're a mug, you're a muggle by birth. You're stuck there. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly think that, yeah, it's, it's a social construct. The, Mm -hmm. the muggle wizard divide. Also, um, you know, Noam Chomsky, friend of the pod, a regular listener. (laughs) Um, we pretty much support him in a lot of different areas. And of course, um, you know, um, our 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 good friend uh scout with brian's favorite commentator on Don't the New York Times opinion page. <laughs> he's a bar he's a Barry Weiss fan and uh I think it's great. He's like Candyman uh, Brett Slamson used to date actually <laughs> <laughs> he's like Candyman. If you say his name one more time he's gonna appear on the show and yell at us. <laughs> um uh but yeah it, again again Brett Slamson tells us that Barry Weiss is very smart, and uh, he said, a-, a veritable tiger in the love making sack. So, I mean, take that <laughs> as you will, but, you know, we support these guys. <laughs> Don't ever be mean to a famous person. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: speaking of cancellations, Sean, Uh have, in the last four minutes mm-hmm. uh, since we've been recording... Uh, Have any of your favorite athletes uh, said that the Jews control the universe and Hitler was right? Uh, Because that's been happening to me a lot today.
1: Uh (laughs) Yeah, and it's actually, it's athletes that I've generally enjoyed watching. Mm -hmm. And maybe, um, I guess I wasn't expecting um, Deshaun Jackson to as enthusiastically misquote Hitler. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: what about Steven Jackson today on Instagram Live talking about how the Rothschilds own all the banks and are trying to... Uh, oh,
1: I didn't know he yeah, had like, uh-huh. quadrupled down. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He, he is going
1: to get fired.
0: Yeah, he's definitely going to get fired. Um,
1: uh, I mean, there's... He's, he definitely was... Uh, keeping it 100 but he was also keeping it uh very anti-semitic uh-huh. he was
0: yeah not good uh i just hope it's. it's <laughs> I, I just
1: it's i don't really know where this is coming from
0: um i mean i have a, a theory uh uh-huh. instagram it's like the Kyrie irving flat earth thing it's like uh when people do quote unquote research, uh it's easy when to do the wrong quote unquote research. And um uh maybe if the research you're doing lands on uh very clearly anti-Semitic things, uh you should learn no you're doing the wrong quote unquote research. Um uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah, it's, I think, I think there is a phenomenon where people, uh, yeah, research on Instagram, on, uh, YouTube, YouTube uh, the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, a lot of things that are not giving you factual information all the time. Uh,
0: in- including round Ball Rock. Uh, we do not always give factual information. <laughs>
1: we got, we got Bill Simmons's, uh, Alma mater wrong. Yeah, uh, um, 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 I, I said, I thought the Cleveland Cavaliers had a shot at the playoffs last season. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, I that's just That's the worst prediction I've made on the show.
0: Look, as someone who,
2: uh,
0: whose favorite, his, his previous favorite Golden State Warrior ever once said a bunch of, uh not great things about gay people in the early 2000s uh oh right Tim Hardaway um I only hope that Steven Jackson and Deshaun Jackson um can maybe take the Tim Hardaway route here where then they become uh actual incredible allies to the thing that they were wrong about uh put Tim Hardaway in the hall of fame um uh, he, really, he, he really does deserve it. Yeah, uh, he deserved it before, uh, and then he also owned up to his mistake, and now works exclusively with Glad to help uh, uh, further the cause of uh, gay people. Which is, and uh, that's tight. why
1: you can never cancel a celebrity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Sean, before we get started, we have some business, of course, as yes. always. Uh, if you're listening to the show and you enjoy it, please give us five-star reviews on iTunes i or whatever pod uh, program you're using. Uh, I assume they let you give five stars there, but only five stars because uh, that's the only option iTunes uh, has for some reason with our show. Uh, we're um, millennials, everybody gets a trophy, and everybody gets five stars, that's, uh, we're snowflakes, um, and, uh, uh, patreon.com slash Pod if you would like to, um, get an extra episode pretty much every week, where, you know, we're not, we haven't been super, but, you know, you get extra episodes, you get buttons, Join our Discord, where that's incredibly active. Uh, We were roasting some really bad-looking food in there last night. Uh Uh-huh. And email us at roundrockpod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at roundrockpod. Call us on the phone at the number embedded in the podcast description. But we have big news, Sean. Yes. Uh, We sell merch now. It's what we do. Yep. Uh, we have a tea Public store. Uh, we have a lot of great designs. Everything is on sale until Friday. So uh, mm-hmm. if you're going to buy a t-shirt, buy them now. Uh, we also, of course, not just t-shirts. There's also hoodies, totes, COVID-19 masks, which you are... I heard now in Atlanta you are actually legally ob- obligated to uh, wear a round ball rock mask. Not just any mask it has to be a round ball rock one. So uh get your fucking uh masks at RT Public Store which we've linked if you use the link in the description of the podcast or pinned on our Twitter page. Uh we make a little bit more money. So please use that. Yeah. Uh Sean, do you have a favorite design that we're selling in our um, T
1: public store? Well, I ordered um four four
0: items sick thank you i won't be giving you your portion of the money on those four
1: items so thank you
0: uh, oh <laughs> i'm um
2: <laughs>
1: so i got i got a slammed up t-shirt awesome uh to support brett and randy mm-hmm. i also um did you buy the oh grateful i got dead shirt? a what's up? did you buy the grateful dead shirt I got I got the Grateful Dead logo on a mask. Tight. I got the the outline of us on a t-shirt. Yeah, you can look. I don't know if you're my mom or Sean. You
0: can one hundred percent buy a shirt, a tote bag, or a mask that has a giant drawing of our faces. Yeah, I'm um, on it.
1: <laughs> um, I've kind of always wanted to wear a T-shirt of my own face anyway. Mm-hmm. I've worn T-shirts of other people's faces, but it's time to get serious. <laughs> um, and, uh, oh, I also got a long sleeve tee with the alternate ro- round ball rock logo. Nice. Yeah, you can I get like our a long logo. sleeve tee. There's an alternate for logo. Hiking.
0: Uh, and yeah. more importantly, look. Ten years ago, you think, Sean? Is that how long ago this was? When was when were these shows on?
1: Hold on. Oh, oh, uh, it it was some. It was quite some time. Uh, I'll I'll look it up. One of them was on again. Two thousand eleven. People are always surprised by this. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say Uh, yeah. It was
0: 2011, probably. It premiered in
1: July of 2010. uh, Yeah.
0: I dreamed a t-shirt. Uh, and I've been talking about this t-shirt for. Almost nine years, and finally, we've made it happen. It is, of course, our TNT. Nope, sorry, can't say TNT. It's our We Know Drama shirt. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. There are two, four options, actually. Uh, and it's an ampersand shirt. One says, Rizzoli and Isles and Franklin and Bash. <laughs> and the other one, of course, says, Rizzoli and Isles and Franklin and Bash and the Lash.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> So Storing, uh
0: our friend, friend of the Dane. pod, yeah. Eric Dane produced by Michael Bay. Um also he probably Michael Bay signed the Harper's Letter, right? Uh all right. Um, so please, if you feel like repping us horde in your neighborhood, uh buy some merch. Uh it will help us. And uh yeah, patreon.com slash roundrock pod, tea public store round ball rock um Sean should we get to the news
3: this is round ball rock news basketball news for humans and robots trust the process
0: all right Sean our first story in the news is uh NBA players have really been, uh, let's just say, uh, on our side about the bubble the last few days.
1: <laughs> we uh, we again were right. Um, uh,
0: no one wants to play. Everyone is. It's aw- <laughs> become very clear. <laughs> uh, Rudy Gay gave, I think, the saddest quote I've ever heard an NBA player give about anything concerning the bubble. Uh, mm-hmm. A reporter asked him. Uh, what are you gonna bring your child home from your- from Disney World? And he said, hopefully a healthy father. Uh, Jason Tatum said he didn't want to play. Um, lots of NBA players are just straight up saying, we don't want to do this. But, we are. Um, and that was before what happened last night. Sean, do you want to explain something we all learned about the bubble (laughs) last night? So,
1: we got a picture. It was Troy Daniels mm-hmm. who posted it, right? Well,
0: Troy Daniels posted one that was a tray that was basically just snacks and said, this is my dinner, question <laughs> mark.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to describe this. It's it's laid out in, I mean, it looks like it's a thing of strawberries, some Stacy's pita chips, mm-hmm. um, a fairly sad salad. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a, it, it looks worse because of how hygienically it is all wrapped, but there's, like, a, a sad roll, mm-hmm. um, and then a bunch of, like, individual condiments in little plastic things. Yeah,
0: you know what it is? This is the snack they serve on an international flight.
1: Absolutely,
0: that's what uh, this is. That that's is right. What this yeah. is. It's a, uh, you are eating airplane food for dinner. Uh, And not the entree, the (laughs) this is literally the snack that United Airlines throws in your face (laughs) when Uh you're
1: flying to London economy. (laughs) Right. And it's all I mean, the impression I got from it is that this food has maybe traveled a really long distance. Mm -hmm. Or has been in a refrigerator for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it's definitely cold.
0: That that roll looks cold. Like, not room temperature, cold.
1: Yeah, like cold. Like the plastic is sticking to it a little bit. Yeah, like as it if... just came out of the, <laughs> the industrial cooler. None um, of the condiments look at all appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did see... We did see some extra food. So then what
0: happened is uh-huh. people were like, don't worry, this is not the entree. Here's the entree. And uh link to Chris Choiza's. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, and it also looked like airplane food. <laughs> uh, yeah, like this it is... It was uh... like an unseasoned chicken breast laid on top of a... F- Grilled piece of fish,
1: no sauce anywhere. Uh huh. Uh, there's like a, there's like an ice cream scoop of hummus, maybe? No, it's, that's mashed potatoes, dude. That is
0: definitely mashed potatoes. Then, uh, some boiled penne that is clearly Uh just stuck together in a cup with no sauce on it, with the sauce Uh on the side. And then another salad that is the salad they served Troy Daniels. But with the stuff on it this time, like the leaves and the watermelon on top, <laughs>
1: um, it doesn't. No, I would. I would just say, despite the the quality of the food, like it looks mm-hmm. sad. It looks like some fire festival stuff. Really, uh, uh, I I actually want to defend. Uh, it's better, better here. Fi- it's better than the fire festival. Sorry, the MLS food looked like looked exactly yes. Like- yeah. <laughs> um but doesn't it not seem like enough calories, Joey? Mhm. Uh just
0: you know, cuz because... should I um mention should I actually Here, hold on. Um I'm going to read the menu they served. We haven't done that yet, too, cuz Troy Daniel's actually posted the menu. Um of what they were serving, which again, is going to sound better than it is because all this shit always sounds better. So, Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. Dinner. Fresh garden greens, arugula, watermelon, pickled red onions, goat cheese and re- with raspberry vinaigrette. Tomato and mozzarella caprese salad, Italian grilled chicken with natural jus, white fish with tomato and dill topping, parmesan polenta with sun-dried tomatoes, and pasta with impossible bolognese sauce, roasted summer vegetables. Now, in any picture we've seen, I've seen no vegetables and no sauces. No. Um, and I guess I was wrong. That was polenta, not mashed potatoes, maybe? <laughs> oh, okay. Um, also, have not seen the tomato and mozzarella caprese salad. I guess they
1: ran out. Um, <laughs> um. <laughs> Now I I'm, I'm not exactly sure how this works but aren't play so so I think there is going to be some extreme tears mm-hmm. with this bubble food because I believe a player is allowed to have a personal chef sending things in from mm-hmm. outside the bubble but if you are in the um middle to lower class of the NBA players in the bubble, you are stuck with the resort Mm -hmm. food because it looked like LeBron. Was it LeBron?
0: No, no. Well, that, I was going to get to that. So Kyle Kuzma did, I think, the funniest thing an NBA player has done this year uh, Mm -hmm. and trolled all of NBA Twitter by posting pictures of like beautiful food on plates. Like it's like great looking sushi uh-huh. And said, This is what the Lakers are eating for dinner tonight. And then everyone lost their fucking minds and was <laughs> like LeBron's getting special treatment. LeBron's getting special treatment. But the Lakers are not in
1: Orlando yet. Yeah, he did We're like from uh from the kitchen just of his regular house.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, I he was clearly at and then LeBron, of course, had it was Taco Tuesday yesterday, so LeBron also posted pictures of, again, tacos that look better than this dinner, but look, LeBron's tacos never look very good, let's be honest. They're not the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Los Angeles, LeBron has yet to find a taco that is a real Mexican taco <laughs> to take a picture of.
1: <laughs>
0: um, anyway, uh...
1: Also, can I read a can I read a very surprising tweet that I did not expect while looking at, mm-hmm. at LeBron's timeline today? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to the Beats family at Bubba Wallace.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so we should also mention that Mark Stein, while all this was going on, <laughs> tweeted, Food in the NBA bubble changes after quarantines are completed. Player meals won't look like airline trays after the first 48 hours. And uh, Donovan Mitchell, who, again, we've been hard on on this podcast, let's be honest, uh, quote tweeted it with a very funny tweet (laughs) that just said, How you know, and three laughing, crying emojis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really feel like, look, we do make fun of Donovan Mitchell a lot on this podcast. I am extremely sympathetic to everything that has happened to Donovan Mitchell since the mm-hmm. beginning. Yes.
0: Of, of course. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> getting getting the coronavirus from uh a fairly a fairly don't you think Rudy Gobert's probably a jerk? <laughs> Can mm-hmm. we say Absolutely? That? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh mm-hmm. uh And then like he's just been so Look, he's he's been very small small market energy in Utah. He has adopted a lot of the mentality of the the fans, the underdogs, the the persecution complex, uh, and then the fans just exposed how incredibly racist they have mm-hmm. they are. Yeah, for the past two months, and it's just got to be like disappointed at all sides, and then you can't even eat decent food. You know what I mean? Like like this season's a wash for the Utah Jazz. They yeah. really thought they were going to do something in the playoffs. Uh, Boyan's out.
0: Well, um, to be fair, uh their GM Dennis Lindsay, today said Mike Conley is the best he's looked in year looks the best he's looked in years.
1: I mean, <laughs> I that in a way that's possibly acknowledging that Mike Conley has not been very good at all mm-hmm. for the past two plus years, right. I would say. Is that fair? Three, three years. Again, the that we are contractually obligated to say that he's the best NBA player of all time, who's never made an All Star game and never will. Uh yeah, uh, I mean we I did w- we weren't obligated to say that last thing, but. No. Uh, um, in fact I don't actually believe it
0: Like I get that he, sure He's the best player who never made an all-star game Technically But in my heart Josh Smith from like 2003 <laughs> to 2006 Is the best player that's never made an all-star
2: game um,
1: <laughs> I there I there's somebody back in the day too. Uh-huh. Um, Anthony Randolph
0: I mean uh-huh. look Anthony Randolph is the best player that never won an MVP. So he of you know, course he's he is there. <laughs> he's
1: a he's a champion. He's a he's a he's won the Euro League and he's won the Euro Cup. So I mean, take that, haters, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh Sean, should we talk about uh should we just mention real quick uh fuck Kelly Loffler? And um, that's oh, yeah. before her WNBA shit. Get her out. Get her out! <laughs> we don't know I mean, she, she has
1: not even been a senator that long. Yeah. And she's done so much insider trading. Again, colluding with her husband, the CEO of the New York Stock Exchange.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and she's a racist.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, the fact that she wrote a letter to the WNBA saying that she wants the WNBA to wear American flags instead of Black Lives Matter shit is
1: insane yeah I mean I gotta <laughs> say um, you know it's it's first of all Kelly Loeffler needs to cut her fucking hair mm-hmm. she looks like one of those people who is performatively growing her hair out and not washing it and it, it looks dirty Kelly Loeffler <laughs> got shit in your hair
3: it's
1: anyway. I she can't. shouldn't
0: own a WNBA team. Uh, let's move on. Patty Mills, be in jail. Uh, yeah, you. Actually, she, I also, mean, nobody she should, should really also, be in jail. Right. But
1: if anyone's in jail, abolish prison.
0: But except for Kelly, except Loffler. for Kelly Um. All right. And... <laughs> uh, Patty Mills is donating all of his bubble bubble pay to Black Lives Matter charities. Uh, it's uh-huh. a little more, uh, a little more than a million dollars. Uh, yeah, it's a lot.
1: Good job Patty Mills. That's a I mean that's a big I love donation. Patty Mills. <laughs> <laughs> well, run I I see Patty Mills uh, in laws every day. <laughs> mhm. Uh <They're>
0: very nice. <laughs> Sean, can we cover should we cover uh, what jerseys people are wearing so far?
1: Uh yeah, let's do it.
0: Uh I mean I there's only one person we really want to talk about, but what I will say is uh if you're wearing vote on your jersey, you're a fucking cop. Um, that's right. I said it. Uh, Mo Wagner,
1: you're a cop. (laughs) Um. Look, I I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, anybody that wasn't born in America, I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of understand it's not really your fight. but (laughs) So like. Mo Wagner, like he, he, I don't know. I, that look, I don't love it. He I went don't to school in it. Michigan. Like uh. college. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm just saying like he is a German man. He does not need to like look, look fair for Mo Wagner. But just because I could I could see that as being one where he is like I don't really know what I'm talking about here.
0: Okay, well, are you going to explain why Matisse Teibel's not a cop then, too? Because he's also wearing vote. <laughs> nope, nope, Teibel, you're you you got no excuse.
1: Vote is just like, what are we? Are we pretending here? <laughs> like, like, oh, that that's what was stopping minorities from voting. Not enough inspiration from the the leaders. It, it's not the the systemic. Uh, voter suppression that is suddenly legal in america it's not that uh you know you'll have one polling place for 500,000 residents in a southern state no it's that not enough people in the media are saying that voting is a good idea
0: <laughs> uh rudy great Go- job matisse <laughs> tyble uh rudy gobert is wearing equality yusuf nurkic is wearing equality pat uh, Conniton is wearing equality Myers Leonard is wearing equality.
1: Equality is a, uh, it is it is a it is a white guy trying to choose something safe. Mm-hmm. I think, but why can't you just wear Black Lives Matter?
0: Uh, I mean, we should also say Rudy Gobert and Yusuf Nurkic are also not white. Um, oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true.
0: That's true. Thank you. Um,
1: well, I mean, I mean, Yusuf Nurkic is also not black. I mean, he's... Yeah of course he's, a, uh, he's, he's a Bosnian um uh, no, i no i i do think that people from out of europe it is different but it does it, equality does seem to be like the the free space and bingo it is it is not taking a stand right uh, um and and i mean i will say that yusuf nurkic I may have mischaracterized him as wearing an anti-Serbian hate shirt during the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He did wear a shirt with the names of some Bosnian war heroes who killed a lot of Serbians, including civilians, last year during the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to say he is not the greatest advocate for equality that the mm-hmm. NBA has seen. Uh, At least not equality between different uh former U.S. republics.
0: As for Rudy Gobert, good job not choosing
1: respect us. Uh, right, Um... (laughs) (laughs) I would have actually respected him more if he had respect us. Like, (laughs) lean into the troll. Still... Like, don't wash your hands even now. You didn't have... You've already had coronavirus. Uh, Ennis (laughs) Cantor,
0: Marvin Bagley,
1: and Aaron Gordon are wearing freedom? Um i mean aaron gordon is definitely talking about um you from know the freedom from, For, oh, yeah. oh, from the magic oh i thought from the devoe family <laughs>
0: um,
1: um ennis canter is probably talking about libertarianism i think ennis
0: canter is talking about uh didn't he sign the, didn't the clintons make him sign the harper's letter isn't that the,
1: actually what that's about
0: uh oh, freedom oh, maybe. freedom from, <laughs> freedom from freedom cancel from... culture <laughs> um,
1: Ennis Cantor's now going to be addressing every single one of his treats to a hidden list yeah. of replies. Actually, I think that's about
0: <laughs> I actually think it's about Gislaine Maxwell. Uh he's wearing oh. freedom for the Clintons. Um, well, the, yeah, get get her free. Get her out of there. Uh Zach Collins wearing Black Lives Matter, proving that if you're from Vegas and a white guy, you're a real one. Um <laughs> good job, Zach Collins, man. Yeah. Um Damian Lillard wearing how many more? Good job, that's Damian cool, Lillard. Uh that's an Oakland that's a uh woke ass uh Oakland choice. And um now let's talk about some fucking nerds. Uh <laughs> Kent Bazemore and CJ McCollum both wearing education reform.
1: That one's not the strongest slogan. And also, what exactly does that mean? I get, I get that you can certainly defend it and say that obviously, uh, the, the history curriculum that people get in in uh, American public schools is very lacking, but it just seems like a fairly toothless sentiment right now. Mm-hmm. And it is just a nerd ass thing to put on a basket. I mean, of all of these 30. sentiments are toothless. You know what this is? You know what this is? This is somebody wearing um one of those varsity jackets with their academic letter on
2: it. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is, you know, within the <laughs> rules, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Uh it comes with he has to wear a bow tie on the court, too, right? Yeah. Um, Sean, do you want to run through what's happened to the Nets in the last week? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They um so Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant were basically never going to play in the Mm -hmm. bubble. I think there was maybe an outside shot that Kyrie would do it, but once it became – yeah, that was not really ever possible. Um, And then uh, DeAndre Jordan got a positive COVID test. He opted out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wilson Chandler had already opted out uh, out of concern for his family, and he has – I think his grandma's 87 or something like that. Um, but yeah, he opted out out of concern for his family. Also, Wilson Chandler is a very woke ass uh, basketball player. Uh, then DeAndre Jordan tested positive for COVID. He's out of the bubble. Spencer Dinwiddie uh, tested positive and appeared to get fairly sick. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to commit any HIPAA violations on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh Torian Prince very recently. Tested positive for COVID and the team basically just decided he didn't have enough time to mm-hmm. ramp better. up his practicing because of his mandatory quarantine. And so that's that's six nets that are out. Um their current starting lineup is uh the aforementioned Chris Chioza. Is that how you say it? chioza sure. I mean well, I didn't call.
0: even know was on the nets until like yesterday. Uh, totally I really didn't. thought he was still on the Rockets and then I was like, "Wait, he's on the Wizards." And then I was like, "Nope, he's on the Nets." <laughs> yeah, I
1: think he was he joined their G League team in February. Um <laughs> the, the so that he, he's the starting point guard now. Uh Lavert, LeVert, Joe Harris, Rodion's Kurics and Jared Allen. Oh, Rodion's and, a terrible person. Just terrible a truly person. bad guy. He's a bad guy. Um um Somehow Garrett Temple is still not on the second team in the official depth chart. Is uh my
0: man Don Dasnun Musa on the second team? Uh, the he is the
1: backup. He is he is currently Rodions' backup. Apparently. They should start him at point guard, uh, or Levert at point guard, and start Musa. Let's see Musa in there, baby. They <laughs> loved him at Summer League. Uh, yeah, t- Tyler Johnson appears to be the sixth man mm. right now. Cool. What a team. And this is this this is going to be a playoff team, because well, a they're in seventh place, and I don't think the Washington Wizards are going to ca- catch them now that Davis Bertans and Bradley Beal will be out. Cool. Glad um, we're bringing so, all these teams. Um, I mean, there's something kind of I kind of love it. I have to say, I know it's I know it's like. Anti-competitive and you should try to make the playoffs But there's something So funny to me About these teams just being like Yeah, nope <laughs> <laughs> Because the Wizards Will be running out Shabazz Napier mm-hmm. Troy Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. Jerome Robinson Rui Hashimura mm-hmm. And Thomas Bryant With uh, Mr. <laughs> um, I've already forgot what's on the back Of his jersey Mo Wagner, Mo Wagner, sixth yeah, man yeah. of the bubble candidate. Yeah, vote.
0: He had vote on his. Vote. He has vote on his jersey. The yeah. vote
1: man himself, uh, <laughs> Mo Wagner, which is it. It is a team that is going to give serious run to Gary Payton's son mm-hmm. this year. Um, and we might we might get to see Agnes Pas Pasechnik. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good.
0: <laughs> I know he's not. All right. Um. Alvin Gentry, congratulations. You can go into the Petri dish, apparently, even though you're uh-huh. 70 years old or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, New Orleans, the master, the man who's in charge of all great defenses. Jeff Bizdelic, uh-huh. however, cannot. Um, uh-huh. uh, it's a, it's a tough I, I wonder if the Rockets are going to blame their defense uh, on being
1: bad, even though he doesn't coach for them anymore. All right. Um, His good friend Mike Dantoni still not cleared for the bubble, by the way. Mm hmm. I don't see how they can't clear him, but at the same time they haven't yet. Right. So I'm I am worried that um you know PJ Tucker is gonna have to coach this team and play 48 minutes a game at center, mm. but you know he's gonna look great while well, he does it. So he's the coach, right? <laughs> if there's a player coach, it's it's got to be Tucker. <laughs> Maybe Tyson Chandler. would he coach the team who's gonna coach the team joey (laughs) daryl can daryl coach the team himself
0: uh i mean i mean maybe yeah pj tucker right
1: that's got to be the answer i think it's pj i i don't (laughs) i don't think you can have eric gordon coach the team it can't be Hardner westbrook Mm -hmm. i don't think covington is the right choice uh yeah, All it's right. it's Till it's Tillman or PJ. Those Sean, are the coaches. Let's move on to what
0: should have been our top story, though. We oh, forgot. yeah, Sorry, um, Brooke Lopez this week, uh, friend of the show, co ho- host of the show, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Brooke Lopez, um, said to uh, Tim Reynolds, um, about uh, he's because he's the NBA's biggest disney fan of course said quote we'll see how long adam we'll see how long adam silver can keep robin and i from going to the park meaning they're gonna sneak out of the the bubble to get into the theme park Mm -hmm. um and that made us put up the lopez brothers signal which uh luckily they wanted to review hamilton anyway so should we get to brook and robin please. Here they are, the NBA's biggest Disney fans, the biggest comic book fans, the biggest movie fans uh, Here are Brooke and Robin Lopez
3: Brooke and Robin Lopez at the movies Twin Brothers in Who? and Fandom DC versus Marvel Offense versus Defense Nerds Who Are Jucks Post ops versus hard screens. Jocks who are nerds. Kane versus Abel. The Snyder Cut. Take it away, Brooke. Or Robin. I'm not really sure who is who. Hey,
2: Robin!
3: Hey, Brooke. So. It's been a big weekend for our. our favorite men. Us. Cause yeah. we got to watch the world premiere on Disney Plus. We spent all day in Independence Day charging up for it. We saw it. We've watched Hamilton. Should we get into it? Let's do it. All right. Hamilton is the story of America then told by America now featuring a score that blends hip hop, jazz, R&B, and show tunes, Hamilton has taken the story of American founding father, Alexander Hamilton, and created a revolutionary moment in theater, a musical that has had profound impact on culture, politics, and education. Captured at the Richard Robert Rogers Theater on Broadway in June 2016, the film transports his audience into the world of the Broadway show in a uniquely intimate way. Starring David Diggs from my favorite show, Two Broke Girls. Yeah, he's great. S- wait, sorry. That was... I read the wrong thing. Directed oh by... Oh, my God. Oh, no. You're already dishonoring <laughs> Lum. Directed by Thomas Kale, who's directed episodes of my favorite show, Two Broke Girls. Oh. And the Oprah Winfrey Oscar special. Starring David Diggs from the upcoming The Voice of Sebastian the Crab in the upcoming hotly anticipated Little Mermaid movie. Finally, also starring uh, Renee Elise Goldsberry from one of my favorite movies, The House with a Clock in Its Walls. That's great. It's so good. Uh, I always think of her as Geneva Pine from The Good Wife. Also, starring Jonathan Groff, who is, of course, Kristoff from Frozen and Frozen 2. And also Kristoff from Kingdom Hearts 3. And also Kristoff from Olaf's Frozen Adventure. That's all and really good also stuff. Also, Kristoff and Sven in Lego Frozen Northern Lights. Wow. I also watched him for half an episode of Mindhunter before I got too scared. Yeah, that was scary. We couldn't watch that. Also starring, of course, Chris Jackson uh, from Bull, uh, a show that was on for four years and I don't know what it was. Uh, he's a jury consultant who sexually harasses his cast members on the show. Oh, cool. Very fun. Love Bull. So- Yeah, he's also a cast member from The Good Wife, my very favorite CBS drama. Uh, Also, of course, starring Jasmine Cephas Jones, uh, who is, of course, known for, um, I guess, Marriage Story. Uh, uh, I really like her work in Blue Bloods. Mm -hmm. I knew you'd like that. You're a big CBS fan. Look, Um, I just sometimes I fall asleep after watching uh, the NFL Mhm. Uh but I also love the movie Dog Days. I think it's my favorite Ken Marino directorial mm-hmm. effort. Uh okay, also starring Leslie Odom Jr. from uh Red Tails. Yeah. Love Red Tails. It was like Star Wars but in the real, you know, world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Boy, I could have phrased that better. <laughs> uh and then of course Also, introducing Lin-Manuel Miranda, a man who uh, no one had ever heard of before until he uh, wrote the songs from Moana. And then Broadway was like, we need to get this man a show. Right. so he started Hamilton. It was really good. I mean, he basically was so good at capturing the spirit of that island. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was truly incredible. That they were like, he needs to capture the spirit of America live in, uh-huh. on stage. He was really incredible, too. I just kept thinking it was hard for me to reconcile. I'll be honest. I watched a lot of the musical thinking, wait. What is Jack from Mary Poppins Returns doing in a mm-hmm. tricorned hat without his distinctive newsboy cap? What is the writer of "Leto Hay" the song from Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker doing in this in old times? I have to say, I cried at that song from The Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. He knows how to write a song. Um. Anyway, I do think it was distracting. That not Dick Van Dyke was playing Alexander Hamilton in this movie. Um, Uh, But I did love him. I mean, at the same time, I thought it made me rethink Gizmo Duck, a.k.a. Fenton Crackshell Cabrera mm -hmm. from the DuckTales reboot, because I thought that's a founding father with a lot of ingenuity. All right, Robin. Hey, did you know he made a cameo appearance as a resistance trooper in the rise of Skywalker? Of course, you idiot, you didn't. I I did. Oh, you I were totally testing me. That. Uh, I was just testing you because sometimes I think you don't really respect the things that happen on the desert planet Pasana in that film. Excuse me. That's when Chewbacca almost dies. I respect every freaking second. Yeah, that's true. You're actually a very big advocate for the conservation of the Aki Aki species. Mm -hmm. If they would let me wear that on the back of my jersey, I would wear it. But instead, I'm wearing group economics. Yeah. I'm wearing Veto because I got him to switch the letters around from vote. (laughs)
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I believe in the line item veto, Brooke. Mm, I believe it. Um So, Robin, what did you think of Hamilton? All right, well, I'll be honest. At first when I saw him in the tricorned hat, wait, let me talk first. I loved you it. Talk first. I loved talk it so first. much. It's so good. I don't know, I I didn't know so much about history, but I love it so much. It's so good. It was singing, really good. The singing, the the songs, the love, the, the hate. G- uh-huh. It's so good. I, I could watch any minute, minute of it. The only musical it's not better than is, of course, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Because well, I saw a man playing Green Goblin break both his legs while watching that live. Uh- Well, remember, we've never actually seen it on Broadway, even though we were both in New York a long time, Mm -hmm. because each of us saw previews of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark 80 to 90 times. What do I, what can I say? I love watching actors hurt themselves by falling from wires. I just really never got into the music of U2 until I heard the libretto of Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I got into them when they put their album on my, when they gave me a special gift by putting that album on my phone. Oh, you know, I'm a droid man, Brooke. I do. You're always talking about jailbreaking it. I love to jailbreak it. It reminds me of that scene in The Last Jedi when they ride the magic space horses and break out of Benicio Del Toro's prison. But also, I guess I got kind of into U2 when I heard the song they made for Batman Forever. I just didn't realize they were a band. I thought they were a cartoon band like Gorillas. after seeing that video. Mm-hmm. What are the guys from Gorillas doing now? Are they trapped like the guy from the AHA video? My second greatest nightmare to be stuck in the pages of a comic strip? What? That's my oh. dream! That's well, your it's my nightmare? my third biggest fantasy and my second biggest nightmare. I don't want anyone to crumple it up and hurt me. To be in a comic book? <laughs> Which comic book would you get stuck in if you could be stuck in any comic book? Uh, Batman Year One. What about you? Archie. Oh, yeah. Would you be one of the characters? or Would you be... Someone that really finally put Moose in his place. You know what? No, not Archie. Not Archie. This is too hard. Uh no, um, uh not Archie. Uh I wanna be in um mm, Archie's my second choice. I wanna be in Richie Rich. I wanna be I wanna be friends with Richie Rich, but not uh, be Richie Rich. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure on Richie Rich. Heavy is the hand mm-hmm. that wears the golden baseball cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have a secondary choice. What is Groot it? the Wanderer? Mm. I wouldn't mind being in, um, mm. Marvel What If? Because there's so much wild, wild going on, you know. Oh, uh, like imagine yeah. all the what If stuff you could get into. Like, I want to be. What in the if one- the Marvel bullpen was the Fantastic Four? Oh, look out, everybody. Here comes Jack Kirby. What if? Uh, uh, yeah, what if? What if? Um, What if Spider-Man had joined the Fantastic Four? Don't I love you wanna that. Know? Uh-huh. Don't you want to know? And don't you want to be there to see it? What if the curse of the Wendigo had infected Gambit from X-Men? Mm-hmm. So he's throwing giant playing cards this time. What if? This was the Fantastic Four, and it's Spider-Man, Wolverine, Ghost Rider, and the Hulk? And Ghost Rider and the Hulk are married. Oh, okay, I got another what if. Mm -hmm. What if the Red Skull took over Latveria? Oh, no. He'd have diplomatic immunity just like Victor Von Doom. Oh, God. Anyway, back to Hamilton. Sorry, yeah. Did you like it? Did you love it? I did. I loved it a lot. I will say I was thrown off a little bit at first because instead of a white, you know, not a white, but a clear see through mask to protect his off broken nose, mm-hmm. and there were no cornrows. And I thought, who is this guy? This isn't the Rip Hamilton that I know. And then I realized it was not Rip Hamilton, it was Alexander Hamilton, mm-hmm. one of my favorite founding fathers. Wait, also, you have I a felt- favorite founding father? Yeah, he's well, I have a I have a whole friggin' team of favorite founding what? fathers. Uh my my Mount Rushmore of founding fathers is Alexander Hamilton, obviously, James Madison, John J who and Paul Revere who John Jay the first friggin Supreme Court Justice of the friggin United States Brooke I don't know who that is well remember when we saw that live comedy Central taping which one in New York uh we saw Burt Kreischer do his first half hour Mm mhm I love that guy that was in the theater at John Jay College oh Burt Kreischer. guy loves to party? That you know who else loves to party? Wild. Who's that? Me. Yeah, you I do. I love to just knock back some Jolt Cola's and jump on the couch <laughs> all night long while watching Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Remember when Sometimes when you I stay up those... till twelve thirty. Oh, I love to party. Remember when you got nuts and you did um Edward Cheeto hands, mm-hmm. when you have to duct tape a bag of Cheetos puffs and a bag of Cheetos crunchies to the other hand, yeah. and you can't stop eating until they're empty. I love it. I love that getting nuts. Wild. I want to get so nuts dusty. right now. You got so dusty. Oh, I've never seen you that I love, dusty. I love getting dust. Give me the dust, baby. Oh, you were you were a friggin' dust devil that night. Mm, that's me. Um. So anyway, the other thing I found really reassuring is that sometimes, uh, you know, history and Broadway are not always totally accessible, especially to professional athletes. But I like that Lin-Manuel Miranda wore the same goatee that everybody had when we were in college in the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. It was like it was like his goatee had been put in a a time capsule just after 9-11 and attached to his body, and it definitely distracted me. I didn't think for a minute that he couldn't grow a full beard. I thought this is a really good look. Mm-hmm. It's a great look. I'm he sure he looks super handsome, and he has a face made for the movies. So wait, are you telling me that the founding fathers didn't all have like a goatee? You would see it like a Bonnaroo, two thousand five. Yeah, like it was the kind that you and I had when we were seven and a half years mm-hmm. old and we first started shaving. So the Founding Fathers definitely had those goatees, right? That is exactly what Alexander Hamilton okay. looked like in real life. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. Um, I also have to say um, there was one song I just really didn't understand. Mm-hmm. When he kept talking about his shot and he wasn't going to throw away his shot. Oh, that's the best one. That's the best song. I didn't really get it. Was he talking about like his chance to box out and help a teammate, a team rebound? It means when you've got that ball in the post, the Uh high or the low post, you got to dribble, pivot, pivot, jump hook. Down it. I really thought that you had to throw it out to Quentin Richardson and or Raja Bell on the perimeter. Mm. No, it's about getting the ball and just slinging it because no one can block your shot because you're seven feet tall and it goes in almost every time. <laughs> that was me wow. uh, that was me uh, blowing the smoke off my finger guns. Wow, you, you shoot kind of like Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel. No, I'm like Aaron Burr. I shoot like Aaron Burr because I never miss and everybody dies. Oh, and that you did have to flee to Mexico that one time too. I did. I also once tried to declare the state I lived in its own country, but no, everyone just laughed at me. Yeah, that didn't work at all. Mm -mm. You also were an uncomfortable number two in Brooklyn. It's very similar. Aaron Burr was like that in New York too. Um. Well, okay. Um, also, another song I had a question about. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they talk about how he wants to be in the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. Does he mean the writer's room at Pixar? Of course. Of course, so that's what it means. It's on Disney I gotta Plus. Be there with, I gotta be there with John Lasseter and Brad Bird mm-hmm. and Andrew Stanton. I mean, I think he could and also. And Tina Fey. I mean, I think he also could be, uh. Talking, of course, about uh, Kevin Feige's office at the MCU. Oh, when you're plotting out Phase 5. hmm Oh, I had one more other suggestion. hmm Could it be the world-famous Tiki Room, and he's just had, like, seven or eight Dole Whips, and he's so cranked up that he just can't help himself from freestyle rapping? Um, maybe, um... I just don't think. I think if they were talking about some of our friends in the tiki room, uh-huh. like um, you know, oh, it's hard to pick a favorite friend from the tiki room. They're all so great. Uh, it was honestly kind of like a proto Hamilton, yeah. because it had such a multicultural cast. Yeah, if you know, if you're talking about Fritz or Jose or Pierre, I think you'd mention that you were talking about magical talking birds. I guess you're right. Jose is my favorite. If I'm, if I have to pick, I think I like Fritz. Fritz, you know, he's got a lot of character. Okay. Well, I did. I, okay. I had one other question.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They have a song called 10 dual commandments. And honestly, you and I have had our own 10 dual commandments that are very different from these.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Rule number I, one shirtless. Oh, that's how it has to be Mm -hmm. shirts versus skins. No way. Skins skins versus skins every time. Mm -hmm. Rule number two, same caliber of nerf. Mm -hmm. You've got the same weapon where you can't have somebody rapid firing. Also, uh, that extends to super soakers as well. Mm -hmm. It sucks if one person has hoarded the one backpack. Brooke. Hey, what can I say? Um, rule number three, of course, is, uh, wet willies are allowed, but tickling is not. Yeah, it's true. And that's, that goes for everybody. You should extend that rule to your own home. Being, being ticklish is something that you're born with and you can't condition your way away from. It's not fair and it's not an equal test of strength. It is. It's like getting it's like winning a game on a technical foul cuz someone doesn't have their friggin' shirt tucked in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Rule number 4, no blood, no foul. Oh, pretty simple. Obvious, Self-explanatory Obvious one. Obvious one. Yeah. Uh, rule number 3. I mean, <laughs> sorry, what number are we on? We're on 5. Rule 5. Oh, okay. That is the floor is only lava if both parties agree that the floor is lava. You can't unilaterally declare it as lava. Rule 6 is a corollary to that rule. Once base has been declared, you can't redraw something else as base. There's just one base until you know the round is over and or someone is bleeding and or crying. Rule number four. I'm so What? Seven? Where am I? I don't know. You weren't at class at Stanford. No. That's why I I was so intrigued by the history of Hamilton. Because at Stanford, they told me I didn't have to go to class as long as the ball went in the hoop. And the ball kept going in the hoop, if you know what I mean. Well, they... You didn't, you didn't even go to your free poetry seminar where you got a frickin' A just for signing the attendance sheet. Nope. They told me you gotta occupy that lane 24-7, whether you're setting a screen or setting up a PowerPoint presentation, because somehow you're the TA in three of your friggin' classes. I also had to occupy the lane at the lecture hall. I didn't sit in a friggin' desk the whole time at Stanford. I went to a history class on day one, and I told them, I was like, I only know about a few wars. Uh Uh-huh. Star. Uh Uh-huh. Infinity. Right. Civil. And not the one between the North and the South, you freaking dorks. Oh, my God. You didn't even learn about the Revolutionary War? Nah, the only revolution I know is the three-point revolution which i'm a huge part of baby well i mean seven footers can drain it from deep have you looked at your own freaking stats brook i'm having a down year i get it it's fine last hey i started putting them up this year too it's rules i love it i feel the freedom of it you're shooting 29.6 percent but look who's running up your tail buddy it's Robin, Friggin' Lopez, shooting thirty-four point four percent, one point six attempts. I'm making it rain like I'm a Native American shaman. All right, oh, or a anyway, storm from the X Men. That was a better example. Where were we? Oh, dual rules. Dual rule number seven. Mm-hmm. If you have a gun, it has to have. A, it has to be the one where the flag comes out and says "bang." It cannot have BBs in it. That's true. It's got to say bang. No BBs, no no paintballs. Mm-hmm. Who likes to paintball anyway? Tim Duncan. It's just a way to Oh gosh. That's because he doesn't have any really cool commemorative limited edition t-shirts or any replica jerseys from the movies Hoosiers, Space Jam, or The Sixth Man. He does have that Punisher car though. I want to see bad. Hey, is a Punisher bad. car? Wait, is he 12? I think he might be. That's um, why he was 21. It was 12 backwards because he's a secret cop. Mm-hmm. But all that's right. why he has that Punisher tattoo on his inner thigh. What about, um. Oh, okay. Commandment number eight. This is a really important one in the duel. Um, you have to count all the way to 10. You can't stop at nine just because that's the number of Star Wars movies, and then you shoot your brother in the back of the shoulder with a dart. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, you should probably count Rogue One as canon, but not Solo, a Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. Kathleen Kennedy ruined everything. Oh, We're never going to be able to have a friggin' authentic duel ever again. All right. uh, And then, of course, number nine. Uh, if one is going to throw food, they have to scream food fight first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really important. And also number 10, you can't all call Hawkeye. If it's Hawkeye versus bullseye, it's just not fair. Mm -hmm. It has to be. You can't have a Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. It's an unfair advantage in pretending and reality. And you have to be accurate to the comics and the MCU or else. What are you friggin' doing? Um, I want to address one thing that I had a little bit of a problem with in Hamilton. Sure. Um, some of the historical accuracy was really not up to par. What? Yeah, for example, the Reynolds pamphlet. What is that? It's the one where Hamilton, uh, got accused of adultery and published a friggin' pamphlet, uh, explaining himself. But that wasn't really the reason for his his downfall. It was because of his criticism of John Adams before the controversial election of 1800. Whoa! Where tried to rig things. Are you yeah. saying Disney's lying about history? Well, I think that they... Well, I don't know. I I have trouble because there were also some very problematic elements of Pocahontas that I didn't want to bring Whoa, up to that you. that
2: was true!
3: Uh, just It was pretty... I just feel like the power dynamic... And the racial dynamic were very uncomfortable in that story. Pocahontas stop was like freaking eleven. Stop saying it. No, I don't want to hear these. Also, things. speaking of Native Americans, stop Alexander Hamilton—he was really complicit in the genocide.
2: No, stop. It, it. was like
3: he treated stop the Native it. Americans like James no, Dolan treats the Knicks.
2: No, Disney would never lie to me.
3: Also, did you know that Hamilton? Engaged in a secret military plot against the Continental Congress. No, why would I know this? Stop it! Was a it. Real, it was a real lock room lawyer. This is hurting my brain. Also, when you think about no, it, no, really, you
2: need to stop.
3: Of his, a lot of his transgressions. He was very harsh on the the people in the Whiskey Rebellion. He what kind of disrespected the what troops. Is a honestly, Whiskey Rebellion. And is honestly, if like, you think about it, some of the things that Alexander Hamilton did for the banking reform system, they're still freaking present. Because a lot of this country's uh, entrenched plutocratic elite basically are still surfing on the power that the founding fathers freaking gave What are you talking about? This is not a movie review. This is- a, Oh, a, wait. A, a, you trying to burst my bubble and hurt all my dreams? I don't know. Tell me I mean, Disney I... would lie to me? I hate you, Robin. Sorry, I just... Sometimes I forget that I got a freaking master's degree in U.S. history. Uh... You know? I mean, the real reason was I just wanted to find out the truth about Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier, and it kind of got out of control. You know, I have all those first edition Ron Chernow biographies and all those Edwin Morrises that were were study-worn. You know, like merch from his real freaking library. I don't know I got any word you're saying. Remember when I put on that game-worn Ken Burns cardigan?
2: Who?
3: Uh, also, Shelby Foot is hashtag cancelled, just for the record. All right, we need to... Uh,
2: you you're know, you're we gotta wrap this break. up. No,
3: no, we need to talk about my one other thing. Too. Oh, sorry, but... I just think that we need to recognize these elements before they turn it into an animated series. How are we going to trick Adam silver into letting us go to Disneyland, Disney world? Okay. I've got a couple of ideas. Okay. one involves my close love, hate relationship with the mascot community of the NBA. Mm-hmm. I've convinced our weird owners, Mark Lazary and Wes Edens mm-hmm. into lobbying for a mascot exception in the bubble. I've agreed to forego my own girlfriend and dog visiting in exchange for each team getting a mascot rep. Then we get an extra sized one that you and I can still fit in, even our free, even in our freakishly large size. Is it like a horse? Do I have to be the back of the horse? No, we each get our own costume oh, because otherwise God. we wouldn't be able to go on the ride. I don't want to smell your freaking farts. Oh man. It would be really stinky, too, because my diet in quarantine has not been responsible. Lots of beans, lots of cheese, lots of huevos rancheros. Okay, so here is my idea. Okay. So what I've been doing is I've been replaying all of the Metal Gear Solid games to practice my stealth abilities to sneak around Adam Silver. Wow. Wow. And so, what What's I think, your, yeah, what I think we should do is get two large cardboard boxes, uh-huh. get under them, and just move very, very slowly, and no one will be able to see us. And when their their awareness indicators fill all the way up, we need we know to stop moving. Oh, that's really good. I think that's really fantastic. Um, here's the other thing I'm thinking. I've been watching the apple dumpling gang series quite a bit. Of course. And, uh, what I think we need to do is ride along in an old mine cart in Disney world. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, we will be causing a fair amount of havoc, but, uh, in the same way that gambler Russell Donovan played by Bill Bixby managed to make his way through that crazy town. we'll be able to make it through all the rides and we can really use our fast passes to the to the greatest extent. Sorry I was getting a call from my girlfriend. She already reserved me a friggin fast pass. It's really great. Um I got another plan. yeah. What if we just corner that little nerd and pound his ass until he lets us go? Yeah, he can't do anything. He weighs like freaking 90 pounds. Look at him. He looks like Skeletor. And we're a couple of he-men. We're going to treat him just like Alexander Hamilton treated his opponents in the Federalist Papers. I don't know what that means. All right. In summation. Uh... Wow, that's a big word. Maybe this learning is helping me. Uh Did we like Hamilton? Yes, we did. Yeah, we freaking loved we it. Freaking loved it. Are we going to beat Adam Silver senseless until he lets us ride Splash Mountain? You better Absolutely. believe it. That chump is going down. Back to you, Shauna Joey. Yeah.
1: That one had a lot of twists and turns, I got to say. I I mean I I'm glad they're excited for the bubble. It seems like a lot of players have the opposite attitude of those uh, those maniacs. Mm-hmm. They're gonna ride Splash Mountain though. I was saying they're absolutely gonna ride Splash Mountain. They're uh, they're gonna. I think they. I've I've heard them say on the on the on some of the outtakes uh, when you know how just to give you guys a little look behind the curtain the. Shows they submit to us are probably two and a half times longer than mm-hmm. the ones you hear because mm-hmm. there's so much just roughhousing and name calling. Mm-hmm. But one thing that comes up a lot is their constant argument about whether Space Mountain is faster at Disney World or yeah. Disney. Uh-huh. World. And, <laughs> and uh, I mean, when we release, uh, I mean, I guess like the box set of Broken Robin at the movies, uh, there will be literally two and a half hours. Of them arguing and fighting about just that one topic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sean, that's our show. It is. Uh, Sean, do you have
1: anything to plug? Um, I got an article about the Lakers. I got a thing about weird sports injuries coming out, and then I have a a uh, a top a, a list of the, my most surprising and disappointing NBA players of the season.
0: Uh, great. Um, as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where I still have- Oh, I tweeted on July 5th. Um, it was an Instagram link, uh, of me in front of a waterfall, and, uh, me saying, going to the ends of the earth to practice social distancing. So, Frankie Muniz is alive, thank God. Um trust the process trust the process and uh shut it down let's all buy a freaking t-shirt baby
3: how does a gangly big man son of a cuban and a swimmer enrolled in college in palo alto at stanford picking up knowledge on a scholarship athletic succeeding while his brother is pathetic second to none a second son of phoenix sun at length, like the Cornet, talent was still dormant. Passed up by Marcin Court, traded to the Hornets. Playing with a D, showed his talent was enormous, and every day in the lane he'd set screens and shoot a J, they'd push and shove, he'd hold his ground and keep his hands up. At home he'd write comics and practice at his stand-up, and then he went to the Northwest and lit Portland up. Then the Blazers drafted Dame in a playoff run game, Dave Dollar beat the Rockets with a shot that was insane, then LMA left and Portland got dunked up brain. Robin went to the Knicks to support Carmelo's game. Well, they sent him to the Bulls cause he hated his brother's pet. Got caught in the crossfire of D-Wade and Ronda's vets. Then Moiland took over and he stopped giving a fuck. And he ended up on the box. What's your name? My name's Robin, I'm a Lopez twin. And I know every word that's in Frozen. And I've got a championship to win. Just you wait, just you wait. You know, Adam Silver's never gonna stop us from going to Disney World. Never! Me and my brother, Brooke, are gonna ride every ride! We don't care about the bubble!
2: And Alex got better, but his mother went quick. What?